Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our next episode of Sunday Prep. Morning, Jim. How are you? Morning, Father. Uh, I'm doing well. It's a uh, it's been a fun morning uh, getting things ready and together. But um, but yeah, I think things are overall pretty good. So um, I can't complain. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing great. Uh, you know, another day, another beautiful day. Um, you know, it's just it's just the morning morning routine. You know, uh, still so you can see in my eyes. But uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. So as yeah. always, there is something small, little that we can. Have you adjusted? Have you adjusted to daylight saving time? And the um, we're back to waking up. You know, in, in the darkness. You know, depending on when your alarm clock goes off. You know, maybe it was always dark in the morning. But you know, we're we kind of have that shift in schedule. I know it makes everyone a little bit crazy or a little bit off. You know, I'm not good with uh, time change. Even though, like, when I travel home, it's six hours, not not one. Uh, but every single time, you know, there's a time change. I don't know if it's if it's really uh, like a bad, like heavy thing uh, to adjust. I mean, it's an hour, but probably it's our our mental thing. You know that it's an hour uh, change. And to be honest, yeah, I can see the difference. You know, with that one hour change uh, with uh, daytime savings, uh, like it was already like sun was coming out at six o'clock a little before when I was going to church. And that's it's back again, you know, to this darkness, you know, and so probably it's more like a mental thing rather than, you know, like really affects the body. But oh, well, it is what it is. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I hear you. I hear. You. Yeah. It's definitely you just have to adjust to getting used to uh, your breakfast and dinner or whether it's late or dark out and kind of plays tricks on you a little bit. But, you know, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully not everyone over overslept and missed mass at last Sunday. That's always a fun thing when you see the daylight savings. It's always on a Sunday, right? So Sunday mass, usually you have people who are running in late or, you know, showing up afterwards saying, where is everybody, depending on where we are, you know? Yeah, it happens. It happens every year. So, um, but I don't blame people. Uh, I mean, yeah. we are so used to it, you know, uh, our phones uh, with alarms, you know, they change automatically. So we, we are not even thinking. But not everyone has that uh, yet. So, so well, uh, it's it's the confusion that the world is giving us <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. Oh. I'm not going into that because it probably will take us the whole video and we'll go nowhere with it. So, yeah, I have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> let's 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 leave what's worldly and let's uh, come up what's what's heavenly. Because that's that's our that's our purpose of of these videos. And you know, um, as uh, we are going through our Lenten season. See, it's already third Sunday of Lent, and uh, we are like halfway through uh, already. Um, it's it's an amazing how how everything is is moving along uh, pretty quickly, but still, you know, we should have this time to to slow it down. And um, this coming Sunday, um, the readings are actually may sound uh, to one of those heavy readings. You know, when we will hear them, especially the gospel reading, when we will hear about the. Uh, blood of Galileans uh, that was mangled with uh, an animal blood, um, and uh, the how Jesus is explaining um, the gravity of of the sinfulness and uh, the need of repentance. Um, that's something that speaks to me, you know, in Lent, even even myself, and especially myself, you know, because I'm a sinner too. Uh, is because I'm priest doesn't mean I do not commit sins. I still do. And I need uh, to go to receive the sacrament of reconciliation as everybody else. And so my, uh, that's something that uh, in the middle of 
uh, this Lenten season, that's something that speaks to me. And um, the gravity of, of sin, um, it's my sense, but I see to all uh, as everybody, you know, we know that someone is doing something wrong. We know that this is not right, this is not good, that it is a sin. But what do we do? What do we do when we know about such a situation? Do we judge it uh, right away? And how do we judge it? With condemnation or with uh, help? And that's what Jesus is pointing uh, this Sunday uh, in the gospel reading uh, by mingling the blood with animals or uh, the tower uh, at uh, Siloam. Uh, where is the guilt? How grave and how heavy the guilt is? Were they greater sinners than others? Or uh, should they repent and uh, be saved? So here is uh, our daily judgment on the things that we see. And we can pick right away. Right now in our world, we can see the gravity of someone, uh, you know, not doing the right way, not, not doing the right thing. Um, and I don't need to mention the name because we'll probably figure it out by now who I'm talking about. Um, so let's not go there. But here, you know, it's an extreme example. Uh, I know it is an extreme example, but how do we judge? Um, are we judging right now? Okay, this person should receive the, the worst or whatever. Or will I kneel down myself and pray for that person? That's what Jesus is pointing in our, in our gospel reading this coming Sunday. And for myself too, as everybody else, you know how our judgment comes, condemnation or uh, justification and repentance. Because our Lord as uh, God, uh, united in love and mercy, he doesn't want to destroy or um, put to death every single one of us because we sin. He is calling to repentance. And the repentance comes not only from for our own sins, but also how we uh, react uh, when we see one. Uh, do we pray uh, that the person will convert, that will change their way, or will pray uh, which we should not uh, for condemnation? Uh, we are not the judges. We are not the ones who should place a judgment on anyone simply because of the love that we should give. So here's, here's uh, something that uh, speaks to me heavily because of the current situation and, um, and my own uh, way of life, my own understanding of my own sinfulness and probably to all pride, you know, uh, because that will take over too. Like, okay, I'm a better person, I shouldn't worry. Well, no, uh, we all should worry every day because even our minds, our, thought, our thoughts, uh, well, can take us uh, away from the grace, from the love of God, and that's what we need to be always aware of. And so that's something that um, in, uh, in our meditation, in my meditation too, uh, I had to be reminded of, and uh, I'm glad and I'm happy that the Lord uh, brings me to the point of love and not of hatred. So that's something that uh, I want to share with you uh, this week. I'm sure Mr. Clancy, Jim, uh, you have you have something to to add to it. <laughs> yeah, well, Father, I'm thinking of um, you know what you were saying, and um, and in the gospel where Jesus says uh, uh, describes those who perish, but he says, uh, but I tell you, if you do not repent, 
you will all perish as they did. And, um, and there's an exclamation point at, at the end of that sentence. And then Jesus repeats that again uh, a few sentences later. He says, but I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. With another exclamation point. Um, there's kind of like a, an intensity there. Um, and, and I would say this, you know, I was thinking that um, in my experience working with uh, middle school kids and, and high school kids, whenever I get into a classroom, whether they're, you know, our, our kids here at Divide and Mercy Academy or um, students who are coming for our confirmation classes or CCD classes, you know, whenever I get into the classroom with them, there's a handful of topics that always seem to kind of pique people's curiosity, um, kind of pulls everyone in because there's always some kids who like are, you know, drowsy in the back or, you know, something like that. But there's a few topics that kind of seems to, I don't know, rouse everybody up. And one of those is the topic of sin. And in particular, when it comes to sin, um, the distinctions, the church makes a distinction in its understanding of sin between um, venial sins and mortal sins. And so kind of, you know, working through that distinction of, you know, venial sins, they're, they're smaller sins, they're still bad, we should avoid them, but they, they wound our relationship, but they don't destroy our relationship with God. But mortal sins, those, those destroy our relationship with God. And then, of course, the natural question is, well, what happens if somebody dies in a state of mortal sin? And we say, well, the teaching of the churches is that we are separated from God you know, for all eternity. That's what we call hell. That's the hell of hell is a separation. And of course, that kind of everyone starts going, oh my goodness, well, what's a mortal sin? Like, I want to make sure, like, how do I avoid? And so it stirs a lot of curiosity. And sometimes, well, not always, but I'm always very happy whenever um, a student, you know, after these discussions go back and forth, because they want to know the particulars. They want to know, you know, what about this one? Is that, does this count? What about that? Does that, you know, they want to know, because of course they want to avoid those sins, but, you know, um, there's this intensity to, to mortal sin, and, and rightfully so, right, because it's such a serious thing. Um, but there's usually maybe one kid who, who will ask the question, and I'm always very happy when they say this, how do I get out of mortal sin? What happens if I fall into mortal sin? What do I do? Right. And I think that's where, where Christ is kind of shaking the crowd in the gospel, right. Kind of crying out those words, repent, you know, and, and I think sometimes the confusion with the word repentance is that we think of repentance as just saying, sorry. And I think, you know, that's a, a part of it, of course, you know, um, but it's really a, it's a changing of lifestyle. It's a, it's a turning away from the sin. And I think, you know, we all have sins that we, we struggle with our kind of predominant attractions to some particular kind of evil, right? You know, whether it's um, uh, anger or lust or greed or envy or pride, you know, we all have something that we tend to struggle with maybe more than others. Um, but yeah, I think, I think the idea of, you know, what does sin actually do to us? You know, what is the, the thing that we're attracted to that we kind of, yeah, we know we probably shouldn't do this, but we fall into it probably more often than we should. And we start to self-justify, you know, it's worthy, especially during this Lenten season to reflect on, you know, what does sin actually do? You know, is my sin a venial sin, which again, still not good, avoid a venial sins and repent of those, but um, know that we're still in relationship with God, go to the sacraments, but you know, do our sins fall into that category of mortal sins? And if they are, you know, what do we do? What do we do? Like it's the crowd shouting out to Jesus. Well, what do I do? You know, I don't want to perish, you know, um, repent, you know, that idea of turn away from. And yes, yeah, say sorry. And that's true. Go to the sacrament of, uh, of penance. You know, that's true. Receive God's mercy. But there's a lifestyle change. You know, Father, you, you can speak more to this as a priest, obviously, but 
you know, part of the conditions of the sacrament of penance is an, an attempt to not fall into that sin again. You know, if I, if I were to confess to you that, you know, whatever, I just did something, but I plan on doing it again tomorrow, you would probably say something like, well, you're, you're, you're not really sorry then if you plan. So there has to be a lifestyle change. And so, um, you know, we all have these things and maybe there's something worthy in a particular saying, you know, hearing that, that phrase from Jesus twice shouting at the crowd, you know, exclamation point, you know, um, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. And of course, none of us want to perish. That's such dramatic language, but the Lord, I think maybe is kind of shaking us a little bit on Sunday to say, um, you know, do something, you know, repent, turn away, uh, you know, say sorry, receive God's mercy, but change, make a change, whatever that is, you know? Yeah, that's, that's exactly the, the shaking point. And, you know, that's why, that's why, uh, you know, how Jesus uh, strongly speaks to us in, in the first uh, paragraph of the gospel. And then second, you know, uh, bringing the example, you know, the parable of the fig tree planted in the, in this men's or orchard. Uh, and then, I like to see it, you know, the, as the, uh, the, the parable speaks, you know, God is that uh, soil, you know, he's giving us everything that we need. He gives us sacrament of reconciliation, he gives us his love, he gives us his mercy, he gives us his stand, he's giving us everything we need. And what he is even saying to us, exhaust that soil so you can be saved. Yeah. That is beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. He is not saying, okay, you have a limit. Uh, of my love, of my mercy. No, exhaust that because I want you to be safe. You know, so it is it is a beautiful analogy and, and how Jesus is uh, bringing, you know, that what we do as long as we are trying, you know, this soil, this, this nourishment that we need, uh, everything is in the word of God and in the sacraments. So he wants to, he wants us to plant our roots strongly in him. So it is an amazing, an amazing reflection for this for this Sunday and for the Lenten season. I mean, what better, what better way to, to prepare ourselves for for this uh, glorious events that we are about to celebrate? So, yep. Amen. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful, and amazing stuff as always. <laughs> yeah. Well, take advantage Monday nights penance available always in every church in the diocese and uh, Saturday afternoons. Um, you know, here at Saint Cecilia's in most parishes also and. Um, yes. Yeah. If you haven't already, yeah, make that Lenten Repentance Act. It's great. It's great for the soul. Yes, yeah, surely is. And besides Mondays, you know, we'll have Tuesday before uh, Tuesday of Holy Week. Uh, we'll have our parish penance service. So uh, if Monday doesn't work, well, there will be a chance on Tuesday as well. So we'll be ready, truly in the state of grace, uh, cleanse of all the sins and iniquities and receive truly uh this amazing and beautiful and life-giving uh, gift from God himself. So I hope that will uh, stir up a little bit more thoughts, reflections, and, uh, and uh, we'll see you all on Sunday. God bless you, and uh, may God's mercy be all upon you. Bye, everyone.